Hey there, and welcome to the Unknown Podcast. Um, on the last one, I talked about my chronic pain story, and I left off um, talking about a medicine that kind of made my my pain worse. Um, it was a steroid medicine that I was given to take um, for five days, one pill every day. And halfway through, it, it gave me um, um, permanent heartburn, as far as I know. And um, an increased heart rate on the already increased heart rate that I have. It also made my migraines a uh, hundred times worse. So to leave to to continue that story, um, after experiencing something like that, I had a really hard time being like, well, why did this thing have to make it all worse? How how could this make it all worse? Um, and of course, it was just because I had allergic reaction to something. It was a steroid med, and so it's a certain steroid that apparently I can't have. Didn't know that until now. Um, and so the neurologist, uh, uh, the doctor. I can't I can't remember the name, and I'm having a hard time speaking. Uh, the doctor who gave it to me, I stopped seeing. Um, he was a resident and he moved on, but he didn't tell us really where he went and I didn't really want to follow. Uh, so I went to a different hospital completely. Um, I got all new doctors and so far they've been really great. There are some things that I still don't know about. Like I said, I have a herniated disc in my back and, um, luckily I now have like shots that help my back and also help, you know, I have spasms in my shoulder and my neck because I have muscle spasms almost all the time. And I get, um, in my shoulder and my back, I get numbing shots um, that help reduce spasming and help reduce the pain. And then I also get an epidural shot in my back that also helps, you know, reduce the pain. Um, so being with new doctors that... I feel like are listening to me for most of the time. They are understanding that I'm in pain. They are understanding that there are things that help and there are things that don't. And I've been through, like, I've gone to a chiropractor who I told, like, uh, hey, just so you know, some things won't help my pain. Um, like, he asked me, what are things that you really can't do? Like, I was like, one of the things I listed was I can't really stay in one place for too long. You know, it's not good for your body in general, but for me, if I stay in place too long, I start hurting worse. I have to move. I can't be stiff. Um, you know, things pop out of place. And so he's like, great, let's try acupuncture. Please lay down with needles in you for about 30 minutes and stay still. I was like, awesome. And so, you know, I, I wasn't getting better, better after several visits and I wasn't feeling any difference. Um, and they also tried massages on me, which made me just even more pain somehow. Um, so I stopped going. And, um, you know, there wasn't really much change when I stopped going. I didn't feel any difference. I didn't feel less pain. I didn't feel, you know, I didn't feel any difference. So trying things like that, it feels like I've tried everything, which I haven't. I know that. But, you know, it can get me down. It can get me a bit depressed being like, you know, why is it that my body's like this? Why can't I do certain things that I used to be able to do? Like, I can't even open some, like, uh, 
like jars it grinds my wrists and um like every time i walk every time i bend every time i turn you'll hear a pop in my body um which sometimes can be painful and sometimes can't or aren't um and you know there's there's worse things but those are like the everyday things um Dealing with depression and chronic pain kind of is a lot. Um, there also might be, I'm saying I'm a lot. There's probably other factors that come into this. That maybe I have another mental illness going on. I don't diagnose myself. I don't want to look into that stuff. I want to have a professional help me. And so I go to a psychiatrist now. But, you know, having depression and and having this chronic pain that that makes me feel worse um can really do a lot in a bad way i i have like i said in the last episode i have a history of of self-harm and i have a history of you know depression and and I didn't get diagnosed until recently but my whole family on my dad's side has it or the whole my whole immediate family um like my dad and my siblings have depression as well so it's in our house it's not uncommon it's it's not something weird to talk about but it's hard when it connects to physical as well and I know a lot of mental illnesses can cause some physical pain and you know physical pain can also like activate mental illnesses um or create mental illnesses or something um so it's it feels like i'm i have i'm in like a ping pong tournament back and forth between the both and when they come at the same time like i've had a depress uh, depressive episode where i was asleep for three days straight and you know it scared me not i wasn't getting up i wasn't i i didn't get up to eat, didn't get up to go to the bathroom. I wasn't even awake for less than a couple minutes. Um, so that, that scared me. And um, I've never had an episode that lasted that long, sleeping like that, where I couldn't eat afterwards when I woke up. I was so shaky. I was out of it. Um, I was sore. Uh, it It scared me, you know being in a state that did that. So I try my best to deal with it. And I, I have things that are still troubling me. And I have things that, you know, I probably will talk about on the podcast, like things that get pretty deep and things that get pretty scary and, and things that, you know, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm scared to admit and I'm scared to talk about with others. And so being anonymous kind of helps or at least doing my best to be anonymous, kind of helps. Um, So I I have found things that help me, I guess, distract myself from my pain. Um, I like drawing. I like playing games. um, like playing with my animals. I like, you know, listening to music. Um, and, and 
you know, just occupying myself. I watch a lot of YouTube and stuff like that. I, I read books um, and cook or something, but I have to do something that, that distracts me a lot of the time because if I just focus on it, I will just go down a rabbit hole and, and just disappear basically for a bit. So it, it's hard to admit stuff like that. It's hard to, I don't know. It's hard to deal with. And even though the story could have ended in one episode, I, I just, I didn't for some reason. Um, I, I'll, I'll switch back to the talk about depression. I have thought things that, you know, are things that I, I don't know are normal. I don't know if they're normal to think things like that. Um, so if I can give an example. So... A couple months ago, my stepbrother passed away. And um, when I saw him in the casket and I touched him and, you know, I, I was around him, I had this feeling of jealousy. This feeling of, you know... I could do that, you know, he must, it must be nice to not have any problems anymore. It must be nice to, to not, you know, feel depressed anymore. He, uh, he had a lot of things going on and, uh, he had some trouble with things and, he didn't do it on purpose. He didn't, it was suicide, but it was accidental. Um, but I felt jealous. Like I was sad. I, I wish he was still there. I would have taken his place if I could, but I was jealous. And I don't know if that's normal or not. I don't know if what I'm thinking is bad in some ways. There's things that I I am interested in that I probably shouldn't be or that if I was, you know, I should find a way to deal with it. But it's hard to, so what I'm really talking about is, you know, I have this interest in, you know, it's hard to explain what's under the human skin, basically. Like, I can watch surgery videos and be fine. I can look at gory things and be fine. I, I, I draw a lot of gory, realistic gory things and, um... A couple months ago, when I was bunny-proofing my house, I accidentally slashed my palm open. And the first thing I thought was, oh, that looks so cool. And so I took a picture of it. 
And while my boyfriend was freaking out, I was taking pictures and looking and stretching and, and trying to see what was inside. Um, and, you know, I bandaged it up and stuff and I took care of it. But I started wondering how deep I could go. Because it was pretty deep. Like, I have a scar. Um, and so... I started cutting that slash deeper and it's not, it's not pain that bothers me. I have a really high pain tolerance. Um, well now thanks to chronic pain I do. Um, but I was just curious. I kind of, I was curious what it felt like and I was curious what it looked like and, and what it would do. And, you know, eventually I let that heal up. Um, and the only reason I did is so my family wouldn't get suspicious that I had it, that it wasn't healing right or that it was taking too long to heal. And so, you know, I, I was so interested in stuff like that and I still am. And it's, it's a feeling that's hard to deal with. Um, like I, like I said, I used to self-harm. I guess technically I still do, but not in the way that like I'm depressed and I'm, I feel, I want to feel pain because I'm sad or something. It's not anything like that. Um, but the self-harm that I did when I was in middle school was just scratches. Like it barely tore the skin. It was just enough to bleed. It's like if your cat scratched you. Um, I know at one point during high school, I carved words into my arms um, I can still see a little bit of them, but not much. Um, so it, it, I probably was still thinking a little bit this way back then, but I didn't know it. I've always been interested in blood and, and, and you know, human anatomy and, and how these things work and what it looks like and I know I could just look up videos and watch but for some reason I want this feeling of of feeling what it's like to cut skin open or something and it sounds psychopathic um don't know if it is but it, it's just something that interests me and it was to the point that like I bought scalpels um sorry I'm trying to scare my bunny from eating the carpet um and so I took those and I drew a design on my arm and then I cut my skin in that design. Um, and, you know, I have a keloid scar now and I don't mind it, but it's deep and it's big and I didn't mind doing it. Of course it hurt. But, you know, it's something that's hard to admit because I know it's wrong. I think of these things and I know it's wrong and I know it's not normal. And I've explained things like this, you know, to, to my boyfriend. And it was, it's an interest. It's something that, like, I just am interested in. Uh, 
One second, trying to scare the rabbit. Stop chewing on my carpet. Um. So it like, I have talked to my boyfriend about this, and it's it scared him. Um. And I plan to talk about it with my psychiatrist, but it's something that I don't see a problem with it. But I also know it's a problem. Like, to me, scars are just like tattoos. You know, there's several body modifications that you can do. And I know this isn't one that, you know, people would condone at all. Like, oh, not condone. This is not something people would want. And they don't want to have this under a label. And I'm I'm, I'm not trying to put it under a label. um, Or under the same label as tattoos. But in my mind, that's what it's like. It doesn't bother me. Like, I don't think there's a problem with it. But I know I shouldn't be doing it. Which, you know, is is really hard to deal with. And it's, it's something that I don't know who to talk to about. It's something that I know I will scare a lot of people about. But I have to... I, I think like this and I I have thoughts like this that they're not scary to me but they scare others and I know they would if I had someone in my mind they'd be terrified they'd probably think I was crazy so it's just I think that's one of the deepest things I might ever talk about. <laughs> might as well get it out of the way in the second episode. And I feel like I could talk about it for a while. But, you know, it's not like I want to do it to anybody else. It's not like I want to hurt anybody. It's not. The only reason I do it on myself is because. It's my body and I know that, you know, it's my choice to do it on myself. And I won't hurt anybody by doing it to myself. I mean, I'll emotionally hurt some people who will care about me, but, you know, that won't last as long as as if I scarred them on their skin. So it... It's not anything that would hurt anybody. And it's not... I'd never want to hurt anybody. Um, but it's something that makes me curious. In my curiosity, I'm... I have this thing where if I'm curious about something or I want to start a hobby, I have to do it immediately. And I have to do it to the extent of just, like... Knowing that I've learned enough about it that I can do it and that I understand it. Like I'll start hobbies and if, and I like it and I'll do it for a while. And if I know I understand a, a massive aspect of it and, and I understand a lot about it, you know, I'll stop and maybe I'll go back, but usually I don't. And I guess this is just one of those hobbies, like in air quotes, you can't see that, but in air quotes 
that my mind thinks I need to know more about. So, it's, I've said this a lot, but it's difficult. It makes me feel absolutely insane. Um, and, you know, I'll talk to someone about it, but in my head, it's like, what's, what good is it going to do? Like... How can they help me? I have, I'm already on meds. I'm already on three antidepressants. Two of them are for pain and one is actually for an antidepressant. And you know, those barely even help. And I don't want to rely on medicine. I really don't. It sucks having to swallow this just handful of meds this handful of chemicals that, like, I know are doing something, but, you know, I, sh I just, I wish there was a way that I couldn't, or that I didn't have to rely on those things. And that's kind of off topic of what I was saying, but if this scared you, I'm sorry. If this made you uncomfortable, I understand. Um... In the future, there will not be much talk that is as deep as this. Um, and it's, it's really hard for me to talk about. It's something that frightens me a bit somehow, but also doesn't. It's extremely hard to explain. Um, but it's something I need to talk about and something I just need to get out of my head sometimes. And sometimes I don't want to see the person's expression when I talk about stuff like this because that makes me feel worse. Um, so I understand if this scared you. I understand if you feel grossed out and stuff like that. I understand. Um, in the next episode, I hope to talk about, you know, games that I like and um, things that I found new that, that make me happy and that I would suggest to others and things that I'm having fun with that I enjoy. Um, basically the total opposite of this topic. There might be talk about eating disorders at some point to give a heads up and I'll put a warning on a, on the podcast because I have had an eating disorder in the past um, and it's something, you know, I want to share. It's something that I didn't know was an eating disorder until later in life. Um, I didn't really think of it as anything like that. Um. Uh, But yeah, I things will things will be a lot a lot happier in the next episode. Um, I'm actually really excited to share um, things that I'm learning, and and um, I also want to talk about like learning languages and all this stuff because my major is linguistics, and 
I've tried to learn so many languages and I'm currently working on one in college um, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. And so I want to share what I'm learning and my techniques and, you know, lighter subjects, things that will actually help people, things that, you know, aren't scary. <laughs> so I really appreciate you joining me. Um, I appreciate that you listened and I hope I didn't stress you out too much. I hope I didn't send you down a spiral because that's the last thing I'd want to do. Um, but, you know, thank you for being there for me and for, for listening. <laughs> I hope to see you or I hope that you'll be here next time. And, uh, you know, I'll see you later.